Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Good evening and welcome to the Rangers Rabble Dundee United preview pod. Tonight I'm joined by Wolf Marshall and Scott Kennedy. How's it going, guys? Magic, thanks. You? Yeah. All good, mate. All good. Right, just a week and a quick 15, 20 minutes, guys. Nothing too too serious. Just going to have a wee chat about Dundee United in the previous game at Ibrooks and then looking ahead to you know the game on Sunday with potential changes for the game in Phil's tonight. So first up. Are we expecting Dundee United to be as aggressive as they were at Ibrox when they obviously were defeated 4-0? I'll come to you first, Wolf. Um, I, I expect them to be because they'll, they'll think they've got a point to prove. Um, and they obviously will fancy themselves because the game's at Tanneries. But I don't know, again, we don't know what sort of team they'll, they'll put out because they've got their um, their COVID issues. I yeah. noticed their game last week, they only, made, they only made three changes. So this, they've got nine players out, nonsense. I don't think it's nine first-team players. So I think they'll come out, they'll be as strong as they can be, and they'll, cert- they'll certainly come out and have a go, I would imagine. Scott, what about yourself? Uh, aggressive, yes. I think that's a given. I think any time we go to Tanner Ice, it's always uh, it's a tough game. I think reading a bit more into it, are they going to be dirty? And again, I think, yeah, I think they were pretty dirty when we played them at Ibrox. But fortunately enough, we are able to rise above that now. You know, we move the ball so quickly. Team, they, they can't really get near us, and I'm re- really disappointed that again we're going into a fixture with no fans. But I think this this Tanadice is a lot like Tynecastle in terms of the intimidating atmosphere. It only adds to the game. And from my point of view, I would absolutely love love to give them a scudding on their own patch in front of their fans, but. I guess I can only uh, imagine what they're going through in front of the TV instead. Yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, it's, it's Tanadice has been one of those places over the last kind of 10, 15 years. We've had our ups and downs at Tanadice, you know, 
probably one of our worst Rangers performances one day where I don't think we actually had a single shot and goal one of the times under Alex McLeish. But yet there's other times we've been up there and played extremely well and obviously won the league title, which you'll obviously sort of love in the memory for a long, long time. But, I mean, looking at Dundee United way, the COVID issues, in terms of what Wolf said is true, it's not necessarily nine first-team players, um, but it looks as though the manager's going to be in the dugout on Sunday. Do you think that makes a difference compared to him not being able to manage the team last week compared to this week? I'll come to you first, Wolf. Is he going to be there, though? I thought he was still... Thought yeah, he was mate, still it looks like he is going to be there. It's been confirmed. All right, OK. I thought he was still isolating, but it'll certainly make a difference. Because um, if, if it didn't make a difference, managers wouldn't sit in the dugout. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I think it's a strange place for them to sit anyway because you can't see very much. But obviously from a sort of changing things and shouting at people's point of view, it's, it's the only place they really can be. So it'll certainly yeah. make a difference of the, the guy being there. Scott, what about yourself? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, in terms of how much of a difference it can actually make, is probably, yeah, I don't. It will make a it will make a difference because obviously the players have, as Will says, have got the instructions being barked at them. The manager can actually implement what he wants to do. In terms of, is it going to make that much of a difference where it turns transforms them from being an Inverness into a Barcelona? No, no, it's not. Um, but yeah, it will make a will make a bit of a difference, but. Going into it, I still expect us to impose our authority on the game and control it as we have been doing. Yeah. See, even going back to the first game in terms of how we played, obviously we'd be trying to be aggressive in terms of getting on the front foot, trying to get them turned. I think in particular that day, Roof had a really good game. When you look at the game on Sunday, did we just go with the same way we've been playing previously in terms of going on the front foot, trying to control the game, trying to get the first goal? Or is it always difficult after a European game in terms of the intensity of that match? Or do you think that will make a difference, Wolf? I think we've always we should always go and try and be on the front foot and play our own play our own game. Yeah. That's what I've I've noticed. Um, in previous years, when we've worried about the opposition, our game plans fall to bits. I mean, mm. going back even when uh, when Gerard first arrived at Rangers, particularly the teams like Aberdeen, we got, we got dragged out to their level and played the game their way. We can't play that way. We can only play our way. Yeah. So we need to go to Tannerice, play our game, let them worry, let them worry about us, and uh, the game should be fairly straightforward. Scott, what about yourself? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, wholeheartedly and I think we've learned this season not to get dragged into the the scrappy battles the getting caught with the ball in the air the head tennis and you know we get the ball down we put get the ball at the back start again always patient willing to start again build again keep building um and I expect much of the same it's, it's, it goes back in, in into the confidence whether we're playing domestically or in Europe I expect us to play the same way. Even when, you know, we play against the better teams in Europe and they come out as really strong, we don't panic, we're calm, we wait for it to pass. Yeah, okay, there's been a couple of times we've conceded a goal, but then we carry on. I think the closest we've come to being probably disrupted is Hibs. Hibs away. And even then we should have won. You know, we're talking championship winning performances, that probably wasn't one, but we should have walked away with the win, but we didn't. Um, but that's how I don't, I, yeah, it's pretty much 
I expect a continuation of what we've been doing on Sunday. Yeah. What about the team? Obviously, we're talking about changes ahead of Sunday. Looking at the team that played on Thursday night, I know there was obviously a lot of changes, potentially some guys getting some game time that hadn't had much recently. Do you think any of those players are now in the manager's thoughts for potentially starting on Sunday, or is it just back to the guys that have basically got us in this position in the first place? We'll come to you first, Wolf. The, the one, the one that I think the most likely of the of the change, changes from Thursday night to start would be Cedric. Right. Um, okay. I think he would he would possibly start him. Um, but having having said that, he's, he's got so much choice up there. I mean, uh, Defoe's not in the European squad for a reason. So you would possibly expect Defoe to start the, yeah. the game. But it possibly played himself into the team. The, the rest of the changes, I don't really, I don't really see any of them start, to be honest. Um, right. I think he'll just go back to what would be a, a, a normal strongest start lineup, if you like. You know, my, my my one my one query would be what was in midfield. Does he put Jack back into midfield? And if he does, yeah. who does he leave out? <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's always the issue when you've got you know, the kind of five, six midfield players that we have, it's always difficult to pick the best three. So I think it's just a matter of the manager trying to change things up as much as possible and keeping it fresh. Scott, what about yourself? What changes would you make for Sunday from the team that played Thursday night? Glad you asked that question. I've I've made some notes. <laughs> right, good, good. I like to see that. So, yeah, I think um, after Sunday, uh, Thursday, we've come off probably the... Hardest of the games, you know, European Thursday is always difficult coming into Sundays. And I think this from this point, this is where we put the foot to the gas and we start going with the strongest team. And it's probably going to be a combination of strongest on paper and who's in form. That's, that's the route I'd go. So as uh, Will said, for me, Itton's got to start. It, Itton was absolutely superb on Thursday. And if we're going to progress him, we need to put him in centrally again, and let's see how he does. Let's see how he performs. Let's see if he actually continues that, or was it maybe a, a one-off? Um, another, another interesting one, does Jack come back in? Uh, yes, okay, Jack is probably one of the trusted and preferred players, but he hasn't played, and it's another game that we want to win. I'll probably start with Kamara, and then see how the game's going. We can always introduce Jack or a youngster, later on in the game but i think we're going to be starting with the strongest 11 which would probably be davis and arfield in the in the central roles as well um Aribo probably needs a bit more game time wouldn't put him in but roof has been been superb and it's pretty much undroppable apart from that the team pretty much picks itself doesn't it yeah well i think that's fair i think when you look at what we've done in previous weeks um, and that team in particular has done a lot of damage in Europe and in Scotland. And I suppose the manager's also got to start thinking about the game on Wednesday night, St Mullen in the Cup. Because let's be honest, it's a great chance for us to win the Cup this season. You know, Celtic are already out of the competition, Aberdeen are out of the competition. You know, when you look at the teams that's left, Rangers, St Mullen and Hibs are potentially the three biggest teams that's left in it. And we've obviously got St Mullen. I know it's an away game and it'll be tough, but... Does a manager look ahead to Wednesday night and think about the team on Sunday, or is it just a matter of taking each game at a time? I'll come to you first, Scott. Um, yeah, you, you, I think it's like a, a game of chess. You're always thinking a couple of moves ahead, 
also trying to take into account what the opposition is going to do. And I think Gerard pretty much said himself in his press conference on Thursday, um, Friday, that now Thursday's done. But because of the, the that lack of travelling, that we're not going to Poland, we're not going to Lisbon anymore, it allows us to perhaps not concentrate on keeping, having to keep freshness in the squad. It's now a luxury of something that we can do. It's like more of a natural rotation now. So in players, it, it'd be more horses for courses. So yeah, I probably will see some, probably expect to see some changes on Wednesday, but take into account who we're playing and where we're playing rather than resting weary legs. Wolf, with it yourself? I think I might have lost Wolf again. Um, yeah, I'm of the similar mind. I think the manager looks at Sunday, but then he also has to think about Wednesday. Because at the end of the day, we've got a big enough squad now that the manager can get in and make the three, four, five changes that are required. If we need to kind of rest and recuperate players, then we can do that now. And I think that's a good thing. And I don't think there's a fear amongst the support that when like Morelos doesn't start or if Davis doesn't start, that we're comfortable enough. I mean... Hmm. Even looking back to like the game last night, I think when you look at Zungu coming in, he did fine. You know, I wouldn't have any issue with him playing on Sunday or on Wednesday. You know, I wouldn't have a problem with Ryan Jack coming back in and playing. I wouldn't have a problem if Alfredo starts because, you know, in my opinion, Alfredo's still the best striker we've got. You know, mm -hmm. because the offers is so much. But I agree with you, Scott. I think it would be harsh on Itton to have played so well in Europe and then potentially be sitting on the bench. But yeah. You know, but so that's the difficult decisions that the manager now has to make. But that's why he gets paid a lot of money and why we are sitting doing a pod, you know, and that's and that's the reality of football. We might not always agree with the with the eleven that starts every single game, but that's just how it is. And you know, the manager's gonna get things right this season, which he's done a lot. He might get the odd thing wrong, but that's just how it works. Right, I think we're obviously getting close to that kind of time again. Wolf, I'll come to you first. What do you think the score's going to be in Sunday? Okay. You know, I love predicting scores, right? You do, mate. Uh, we'll go for 3 nothing at range. Oh, that's what we like to see. Scott, what about yourself? Um, I'll say I'll take a 2 0 and run. Yeah. yeah, I think that's good. I think, like, sort of, you're right. I think if we could come away with a 2 or a 3 nothing win at Tanadice, especially after travelling back from Poland. I think that would be a really good result for us heading into the cup game during the week. And it's also one of these places where going to Tanadice has never been an easy place for us. So if we go there, keep a clean sheet, get a few goals, and it's another three points back down the road before Celtic play. So you know potentially we could be 16 points clear before Celtic play. And I know people say, well, it doesn't matter. But it does matter because every point, that goes higher and higher and higher. It's more and more pressure that we're putting on Celtic. And, and to me, that's the first time we've had a chance to do that in a long time. And at the end of the day, people can talk about the games in hand, but you've got to win the games in hand. If you've got 16 points of a lead before Celtic playing Sunday, and if they were to drop more points, that's massive. And like mentally for us, it's a huge, huge boost. So hopefully that's the case, that we can get the three points and move on. Right, just to finish up, guys, thanks very much for everybody that's listening in tonight. Really appreciate it. 
make sure you check us out on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. Um, I'll hopefully get Martin to upload all the other places that you can listen to the pod on Acast, etc., Spotify. Um, please check us out and thanks very much. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.